0: it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ the S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 544. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ the S.
1: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
2: I am Mako Chan.
0: And I'm Barry. <laughs> Aren't you
3: always Mary? No, Barry. B-E-R-R-Y. Aren't you always
0: Barry as well? Both. Both, yes. We try. <laughs> we
3: try, <laughs> y'all.
0: Most definitely. <laughs> so, how is everybody doing tonight? Ugh. Yeah.
3: My brain is just a repeating four oh four
0: error. I got that one call today, and I and I just wanted to slam my head into a wall. I'll tell it real quick. We all, in IT, we always get that one call, and and I was stuck on the on the phone for about twenty minutes, walking a guy through resetting his password. He couldn't figure out the webs the website, all of that. I'm just like. Being very patient, and it's because it's five minutes to six. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I mean, I could have hit the skip button and be like and pass the call, but I'm like, you know what? This is probably gonna be either a very simple call, simple solution, or somebody's asking about something. I just ask somebody else to take care of it in a different office, but you know. On the plus side, um, (laughs) There was no NCIS last night, so, you know, I was okay with that. So, you know, enough about that. So, anywho, let's get let's get this train back on the tracks one way or another. So, you know. Um, we are live tonight, week of May 10th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, we are also part of the Voice of Geeks Network at Vognetwork.com. And you can find them here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash vognetwork. And we also have a Discord, so you can hang out with us at uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every channel is part of the Voice of Geeks Network. Has their own chat room, so come through, hang out, and have some fun. And to answer TheoX75's question, seasonal... No, it was just a repeat tonight, so... That's all it was. And let me update that, so, you know... Now that we got that out the way, we'll go around the room and ask everyone how's their week and day has been. Ari, how was your week? How was your day?
1: Well, it's good to be back, for one. Uh, you know, I got paid today, so that was very nice. And Ching. a lot of it's just been, uh, you know, work-related stuff. And, you know, Sunday wasn't all that good of a day for me. I ended up staying up two o'clock, like, 2 o'clock writing and then said, yeah, screw between that and uh you know, it being Mother's Day, I'm like, yeah, screw this. I'm calling out sick tomorrow from work. And uh <clears throat> the HelloFresh uh, boxes have been actually pretty good.
0: That's good. Cool. I'm glad to hear that.
1: Only problem is you know, the first one was delivered when it was delivered, it was a total, you know, trash fire. What happened was like it says, marked delivered, and it's nowhere to be seen. I'm like, they call him up like, well, where is it? And I'm like, well, you have a marked, this is delivered. Yeah, I know. Where is it? And they, and they say, to me, oh, sometimes the delivery driver marks them as delivered just to save time.
0: I absolutely hate that. I have ordered stuff from Best Buy during the holidays, and it says it's been delivered, uh, and it shows up the next day. I'm just like. Why would you do so such I, shenanigans? So I, I,
1: get a hunch and just uh, you know, start wandering around the complex because, on the off chance, I might send it to the other building.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was right outside the the wrong building, ah. and it was raining out, so the so the box was you know waterlogged.
0: I know I'm that like, feeling.
1: Yeah, that back, that's I that's why back,
2: I never right? did the uh, HelloFresh and stuff like that when I was in an apartment.
1: But, but yeah, I got back to them like, yeah, like they screwed up and it got, you know, trashed in the rain. And they're like, eh, okay, we'll uh, cut you a discount for next time. I'm like, oh, that that's been doing all right for me. But other than that, you know, it's just good to have money into uh, in my pocket mm-hmm. from for work to pay off the bills and whatnot. I
0: I'll, I can't I'll believe it'll be uh,
1: two years. In June, that I've been a supervisor in my current job, the one I've stayed out longer than anyone else, and anything else, I should say.
0: Wow! The Adventures of Sergeant Rockefeller and His Turnpike Commandos. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, There's like one collective brain cell all up and down the turnpike, and half, and like seventy percent of the time, it's at one single exit. So yeah, that's how things have been going for me.
0: Not good. I'm glad things have gotten better. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? A little bit stressful.
2: Um, I ended up having to take Damien to the vet on Thursday. Um, Basically, the vet was like, well, we can't really figure out what's going on exactly until we do some testing. So here's some steroids until, you know, we can get that worked out. Mm. So they gave me liquid steroid instead of actual steroid pills. And the liquid steroids actually, I guess, is for kids because it smells like Mm bubblegum. And uh, Mr. Pain in the Ass doesn't want to take them. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I figured, you know what, I might as well just get the testing done. Um, I have a feeling, um, cause this happens basically every year around this time that it's just allergies mixed with, uh, asthma. Mm-hmm. So after, you know, a blood test and x-rays tomorrow, um, hopefully we'll get that confirmation and he can get an allergy shot. And, uh, maybe some pill steroids that he'll actually be able to, you know, I'll be able to hide in food so that he'll eat it.
3: But, yeah, other than that, you I've get, just you
2: been...
1: squish it into a soft treat. That might help.
3: Ah, uh, yes, this
1: bubblegum-flavored
3: tuna is not suspicious at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, un- unfort- unfortunately,
2: Damien, um, being the pain in the ass that he is um my old cat storm would only eat soft treats if you put hard treats down for her she would not eat them on the other hand damien it's the exact opposite he will not eat soft treats he will only eat hard treats so if i want to give him something like i actually have to go and feed him before 10 o'clock when you know he'll turn into a gremlin Mm -hmm. Um, i have to feed him before 10 o'clock because they will more than likely have to put him under tomorrow to take the x-rays and the gabapentin that i have for that is uh one that i just have to break open and it's a little powder and that mixes in with his food so that's how i'm able to give him the gabapentin Um, the steroid pill I'm hoping is small enough that I would be able to either break that in half or even whole, just mix that in with some food and he'll actually eat it with his food. Freaking cat is a pain in the ass.
0: See, when you said gremlins, I'm picturing that scene where they're all dancing in his room. I can just see (laughs) the music play. I could I could picture the music playing a bunch of Damien's on the bed just staring at you and just yawning.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Like he he actually isn't even in here with me. I do have um, I do have Cassie in the room with me. Um, so I, I can go ahead and pet her. she she really, really enjoys that. Um, but Damien is nowhere to be found. That means that he's probably in the bed in my room being able to get away from the little bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um yeah, I I actually have to step off for two minutes and uh, feed them so that I can get meds into Damien because I, I have to give Damien meds tonight. And I have to give Damien meds tomorrow before I take him. Mm -hmm. Because, as I said, he's a pain in the ass. (laughs) Anybody that's come over to my place knows that he actually is a cuddly cat. He's very sociable. He loves people. He, you know, will come up to you to be pet and he's perfectly fine. Just don't pick him up. Well, when I take him to the vet, it's like... Dealing with his namesake, <laughs> um, he he was he was named Damien for a reason, um, because he was when my grandmother first got him. I I you know I did inherit him from my grandmother when she passed. When she first got him, he was you know cuddly and lovable and all of that. At some point between being a kitten and me taking him he became a a holy terror and thus he was named Damien. Well, now being with me and basically just living alone with me, he's, you know, completely come out of his shell and he's a a cuddle whore. Um, But when I have to bring him to the vet, he, he, everybody knows why he was named Damien. And my mother named him. <laughs> my mother is the one that coined him Damien. So it's,
0: it's like she knew.
2: Yeah. Well, as I said, he did not have a name, but at some point he got really, really spicy yeah. and hissed at everybody and clawed at everybody and did not like people touching him. And now he is the complete opposite of that until I bring him to the vet.
0: Kind of sounds like his owner.
2: Um, not. I, I mean, yeah, sort of. <laughs> but, but my. For me, it's all strangers <laughs> that I treat in a spicy way. Um. So that that's our difference, I guess. I, I if if I had the ability, I I would. Claw and scratch at anybody that I didn't know that came up close to me and wanted to speak, and I would just, you know, claw them.
3: If I wouldn't get arrested, I would obviously run and jump onto buildings to get away from social situations. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. If it was, if it was legal, it'd go walk around with a whip and just be like, "Back you!"
3: Not a whip. A straight up mace. I'm not talking about the... I'm talking about the... You better get back when I hit you with my spiky ball of doom.
0: Okay. Okay, Ram. Okay. All right. Damn. And for those who don't know what I mean, go watch ReZero. You'll understand. (laughs) Ichigo.
2: Anyway, yeah. Ichigo can go, so I can go and drug my cat.
0: And I have to go, so I'll be right back. Ichigo, how was your week how was your day?
3: Well, that's always fun out of context. I gotta go drug my cat. <laughs> See you guys later. Well. Um, uh so yeah. Uh it's been a little while, right, guys? I think the last time I saw y'all was the second Tuesday of April, I guess it would have been. Well, uh, it has been kind of busy in the realm of the berry. Um, We've been keeping kind of uh, busy as far as stitching and getting some projects done. Uh, We recently passed a certain goal for a project that I've been working on. So we ended up doing a group project based on some voting and we completed that project. Um, So a lot of work has basically been doing backend streamer content creator schnit, that usually has to happen. Uh, <laughs> I opened my patreon and I opened my coffee uh, a little bit more professionally. And so there's stuff up there for people to watch and stuff for people to interact with. Um, and I've been trying to update it more regularly. and just you know, the life of a content creator, mm. uh, which is so weird to call myself. Um, I'm like it's like that metro uh, sound where it's like the the voice announcement that has an existential crisis if anybody's seen that skit um but yeah it's it's really weird uh but it's also just my life now Mm. um but it's been fun uh I've been working on a big project over on my channel and uh we're getting ready to wrap up what has been lovingly named the jellyfish dress so we finalized some pattern work for that and now I just get to gather yards and yards of iridescent organza forever. Um, and that's pretty much my been my last few weeks. It's really just been working on mock-ups and getting projects done to build to this point where we're starting to do the final dress. So then that dress will go out and it'll be back to uh, your regularly scheduled programming. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, if you want to see any sewing stuff, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, sewing some tights. Men in tights? Uh, manly men. We're men in tights. Tight yes. tights. <laughs> we don't roam around the forest looking for fights because social distancing is important.
0: I still want to see a Legend of Zelda skit done to all uh, men in tights, with the four links.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if it's been done before, it but has, it would be fun to see it again. It hasn't been done yet. It hasn't? No. I, I, maybe it was a TikTok or something?
0: Maybe, but... Yeah, that, that
1: sounds more in character form.
0: <laughs> I haven't yeah.
3: seen it as a skit
1: yet. Huh.
3: Well, yeah, it could be a really fun skit. Uh, so any uh, Link cosplayers out there, you got some friends. Uh, ronma has got hook up for a good storyline for your skits.
0: Hell, I I want to see uh, from Love Live, you know, all of Muse get up on stage in their cheerleading outfits and do the Lucky Star dance. That would be cool.
3: I mean, it's old enough now that it's not like <laughs> as bad as it was when it first came onto the con circuit. Yeah, cause... like Hare Hare Yukai, or like
0: yeah, because he... the Numa Numa dance. Yeah, yeah cause here's the thing know i love going to masquerades i love the love live routines and skits but every idol group does something from that anime and that song as far as few they will do something that c-pop or k-pop or something American. i just want to see a little more variety you know like i said all nine of them doing it that would be kind of cool just saying you know
3: yeah, like, if somebody got an idol group together mm-hmm. and everybody did the costumes and stuff, there was a, a fairly good one uh, from my friends who ended up judging the competition this year. I ended up not going, mm-hmm. um, but I got good uh, news. I, I know you guys covered Zenkaikon a few weeks right. ago at this point, but basically that there was a really great uh, group, I think you might have told me too, where, like, the one, one of the performers made all the costumes for it, or that might have been... Wild Spice might have been the one to tell yeah, me talks about. Yeah, she
0: talked about yeah. But uh, it, was a, it was a love live group. They did. Um, yeah. They were. They were. Uh, Lil- they did Lilelia and they did the song um, Nonfiction, and they hit the choreography on that better, stronger, and harder than any uh, YouTube group I have seen in la- in weeks.
3: No, and and that's yeah. the thing is that you could definitely tell that um, because they had practiced, and that's something as a judge that I really like to see. I understand that like pre-made choreography or pre, like, pre-done like mm-hmm. pre stylizations of things is a good way to get started, but to, one, execute the costumes well and then subsequently execute the dance and performance and characteristics of the characters well, mm-hmm. that is what is the difference between, oh my gosh, this is the 20th uh, such and such idol insert here skit of this dang convention to... <laughs> oh, they actually did a really good job. I'm going to remember them. Um, but yeah, that's just, I. it's off topic. But anyway.
0: I'll say this real quick and I'll go into my weekend day. I've already said it. If When it comes to the masquerades, if there's at least more than five Idol skits, they should be moved to a, their own competition on Friday night. Call it Idol Showdown. Like the top... Like, the top two or three winning skits from groups out of that gets to compete in the Masquerade. Simple as that. That's one Or maybe, I... like,
3: a jam space. Because I know that... Uh, I think Otakon might have had it a few years mm-hmm. ago where they ended up developing, like, a jamming space. It's called, like, Idol Space or something. Probably. It might have been working with, like, Dansu Pansu or one of, like, the local groups or something. But I know that they had one for a little while. Mm-hmm.
0: So... My week and day has been good. Um, as of last week, I am an official employee of the company that I work for. Um, as per, the, Thank you. As per the rules of this show, we do not go into details about our jobs unless you run the business like Ichigo. So, you know. And what's interesting is that they're actually giving all of us new hires a $500 discretionary bonus. Non-tax- nice. Non-taxable. This is to use towards working from home stuff. And I'm like, okay. I'm good with that. I'm still working on the Zankai Con. Not Zankai Con. Uh, the Castle Point photos. Um, Let's see what else is going on. I've been doing some cleaning up around here, moving stuff around. so I kind of reorganized all of my um, figurines that I bought. And I actually did some adulting. You can't hear it right now because I have that really good of a microphone. But I actually have an air purifier over here. At work we have one like one in every office on the floor, and in the main area we have one on every other desk. So it's like, you know what? Eh, I should get one. It'll be it'll do me some good since I live in a basement apartment. The one that I have is nice, but I'm sending it back because This one only does like 200 square, like 225 square feet. I need something that does at least 300 square feet. So that one's coming tomorrow. And in regards to what Ari said about waterlogged packages, I had, I'm still on the Huel diet, which is really awesome. And that delivery came. Unfortunately, the box was open due to the weather, but everything was still intact. So I brought that in. The second package was a suitcase. It was still in the box, but the box was just wet. Now I don't know how the suitcase on the inside is is packed, whether it's in a plastic bag or tin whatever. I sent it back. I'm like, no, y'all y'all left this out here, and I I feel you, Ari, on on bad weather and deliveries because I have explicit instructions for them to leave stuff, you know. At my door. Half the time it's at the front porch. But if there's bad weather, why would you leave it at the top of the stairs? Just saying. Even though that's what the directions say. But if it's bad weather, why would you leave it at the top of the stairs where it can hit inclement weather? Move it to the bottom of the stairs. You know, that's common sense. But then again, I don't think most delivery people have common sense. But that's neither here nor there. And I just realized I didn't even change the week or day thing, so I didn't update the rundown, so I'm gonna do that real quick.
3: Uh-huh. I had a package once that yeah. it got wet, and then they wrapped it in plastic wrap and still delivered it <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> It was like the like it was the most annoying thing. The nice thing was that the person who had sent it to me wrapped it sub like inside the package contents. they wrapped those well enough that the water didn't affect them, but I was like, did they drop it in a mop bucket? Like, what happened? And they even had a note on it. It even had a note on it saying, like, sorry about your package.
0: (laughs) It was so weird. It's like they kind of knew. Knew, oh, knew what? No, the the wrap it in plastic like that, you know?
3: Oh, yeah, no, like... I think it was like some fabric or something. It was, you
0: know. Sewing friends. All right. Now we got that out the way. We're going to get into uh, uh, housekeeping news here uh let's see don't forget uh every episode of anime jam session going back to last year is available on our youtube page you can find it at youtube.com slash anime jam session uh click on the link uh podcast vods it should be part of our high, uh selection there and you can check out some of the episodes there and we appreciate some feedback you know uh don't forget we also have some upcoming conventions. Uh next Sunday we will be at CloverCon. It is a fun con. Maybe Ichigo will join us next year. I think you might like it. Maybe.
3: Uh it just depends on how uh, the earth is uh mm-hmm. handling our
0: current situation. <laughs> oh, I totally get that. It's a real small convention and all the proceeds go right back into the 4-H club. That reminds me. I got to pull some DVDs out and put it into the silent auction. But also, if you're going to be at Colovacan next Sunday, I will be there doing a panel. Basically, podcasting Twitch streaming 101. It's basically... You hear about Twitch streaming and podcasting and all that stuff, but I tell you the financial impacts that you have to go through in order to get this up and running. And just remember, if you don't have a love for this or a passion for this... You're, you're going to get disenchanted real quick so and I'll go into that and then some more It's and um, I believe main events at one forty-five. so come by and check it out. Uh, don't forget there's also uh, Shikari Con, August 20th to the 21st in Plymouth meeting Pennsylvania Pop cult Con, August 27th to the 28th in Boston Massachusetts and retrocon. September 24th and 25th Oaks Pennsylvania and I believe AAC has announced their dates um I believe they are the second week of October so that's going to be fun. Okay now that I got that out the way um before we continue, I have a bit of a sponsorship read here because you know this the bills don't pay themselves so. Thank you, Ichigo, for letting people know of the conventions. It is greatly appreciated. So just so you know, uh, this week's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. So I just want to do this bit of a read. So you might want to check this out. Uh, Looking for a spring refresh? Try something new. Take your taste buds on a trip and explore different global flavors from your dinner table with HelloFresh. With over 50 options, including a rotating selection of items at the HelloFresh market, there are plenty of delicious dishes to choose from no matter the occasion. With HelloFresh, step-by-step recipes are super easy to follow and pre-portioned ingredients help you to cut out prep time so you can get back to getting outside this spring. The way the weather is? Nuts, maybe. With HelloFresh, it's so easy to adjust your plan and increase your order size to help with meal planning for large groups, or to have leftovers for lunch the next day. HelloFresh offers veggie, pescatarian, and fit and wholesome meals to make it easy to stick to your goals. Fit and wholesome recipes make it easy to eat well without sacrificing flavor. Maintain your goals and feel good about your food choices with HelloFresh. If you want to get in on this awesome offer, uh, click the link below on our page here. Or you can go to HelloFresh.com. Use the offer code P-O-G-S-E-4-5-6-9. Or if you hit exclamation point HelloFresh, it'll come right up with the link. You get 16 free meals and 3 awesome gifts. And I just want to make a bit of a correction here from Calliope. Uh, the panel is in the green room at one forty-five, So definitely come by and check it out. And I believe we will be recording that. And now that we got that out the way, we'll get into uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk about the, the nerdy stuff we've been up to during the week and showing off some cool stuff. So what you got, Ari?
1: Well, one of the other... Uh purchases i made on etsy was a mm-hmm. uh, this nice little uh dice tower nice. it was made by let me bring it up here i know i, ha- I had them opened up in a different tab, so i could uh they're yeah they're uh, made by playful games of uh, playful geeks and i will link their their etsy store right here in the chat real quick I freaking uh, you think having multiple tabs is open? I have multiple windows open, oh, but
0: oh, trust me, I I I know that feeling. Trust me.
1: Yeah, it's a three D printed, and uh, I had asked them, when I saw it. I asked him about. it. I said, "Hey, can you do it? Because li-? like usually just you know, it's like black base with the you know whatever color like white, mm-hmm. red, blue, what what have you?" I said, "Hey, do you think I can get one with a a red base and white and you know because of the bo- you know, because that's my favorite magic color combo. I'm like, yeah, sure, I can do that for you. And I'm like, I came with like, oh, wow, this is actually a lot better than I thought it was. <laughs> so, you know. Mm, that's good. I'll show you what it... How... Get the... ay, ay, ay. What, did it fall? No, it didn't fall, but I almost dropped the dice. I was about to roll on it. Mm. So here we go. And one of them just jumped clear out of it. The... Whoops. Uh, yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, I guess it'll be a lot easier if I just don't you know, slam them down into it. I mean, most yeah. of the... Uh, a,
0: a gentle drop-down will work.
1: It, it, yeah, it has little uh, towers and little, little like, ledges in it. See? That's a lot better. Sweet. I got a couple of other other things I had purchased from Etsy like like are supposed to be coming either today or sometime during the rest of the week so I look forward to getting them.
0: Mm. All right, right, Chan. Is this the is this during the pre-Rescue Ranger years or what? Uh
2: yeah. So um my, <laughs> I I as you guys know i collect a lot of various crap and part of you that don't crap, say. yeah <laughs> yeah and part of that crap is uh, also disney stuff so um i want to say maybe 10 close to 15 years back wow um yeah i This was actually during um, the Beanie Baby craze. Disney came out with their own Beanie Babies for their characters. So while I wasn't big into the actual Beanie Babies, I did like the Disney versions. So I do have um, a couple of different ones. Uh, These two just happen to be... uh, quickly grabbed the others i think might actually still be packed at this point um so i do have uh the chip and dale uh beanie-esque baby uh plush from disney um i also have uh i believe all of them from robin hood hmm um and i know i have a couple more but uh i have always liked Chippendale um before they were rescue rangers when they were just doing their little solo uh short animations um so i did uh or I, sh- I should say mom got them for me because this was part of a christmas gift so yeah um they do have the little beans in them um and if you look on their feet, they are named Chip and Dale. And uh, they are very squishy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dale's got the red nose. so. Uh...
0: Yeah. I didn't even realize his teeth were different.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dale has uh, always had the
0: split
1: the split. Got the teeth. gap tooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chip's got the black nose and the buck teeth.
0: Well, I knew dance. I knew about the noses, but I didn't realize about the teeth. Yeah.
1: I guess the uh, the exaggerated gap to the spism be shorthand for, hey, this character's dumb. Mm. Um,
2: I, I, I guess. But yeah, even even in the uh, rescue rangers, Dale always had the the two coming off the side. I wouldn't say it was gap tooth because
0: they are gap teeth.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're very much to the side. It's not like it's, it's definitely not trying to look like gap teeth, Mm -hmm. but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll see if I can find some of the other ones and show them off too.
0: And as TheoX75 says, Dale has a socially distanced teeth. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Well played, well played.
1: So for the the chipmunks, is it they have to stay one bottle cap length away from each other? I would, I guess. Or one toothpick length away from each other?
0: Maybe.
2: Well, if it's six feet for us, I would assume it's six inches for them.
0: All right, itchigo. What what you got for a geek round table besides your purdy face. Uh, uh, um well
3: uh I um okay. So I recently received a, an iPad and Procreate. And so I got back into doing illustration and digital art, and this is oh. one of the newest pieces. Um, Cute. I hadn't had, I hadn't really done a lot of digital art in almost over ten years, so it was nice to get the iPad and be able to do some more organically. I'd gotten back into vector art. <laughs> and I got back into uh, drawing my own emotes and things like that mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, and and I did all that via vector which is a little bit cumbersome and a little bit no I won't <laughs> and, uh, and it, it just was a little bit like my brain for some reason didn't make the connection between like a handheld tablet right. and my big computer screen as easily as Uh, Like my brain and apparently like a tablet with a screen on it. So I've found that it's a lot easier for me to do things with like Ibis Paint or Procreate. Ibis Paint is a pretty good Procreate dupe for Android. If any of you want to get something similar for your Android phone. Um, Unfortunately, because (laughs) it's a used iPad, the battery has decided to fail on me. So I'm going to have to get that replaced. But I'm super happy and chuffed. About having a new iPad to do a lot more art with, uh, and yeah, that is part of hopefully coming soon a collection of prints. Um, but it's all just depending on how much <laughs> how much art I get done.
0: Fair enough. Okay, so like I said back at Zankai Con, you know, I I bought stuff and I wasn't really thinking to, but I end up doing it. It seems like almost every con I go to, I end up buying something. So. I bought three figurines. Last week I showed off uh, Saber. The week before that I showed off Shikamaru Nara. This week I am showing off Tamamo no Mae or Mae from uh, Fate X from um, Fate Xtella. The main reason why I got this figurine is not just because of the pink hair, but I I like the, the kimono outfit that she has on here. So, actually, let me turn off the uh the the blurring so you can see so you can see this a little a wee bit better. If I could just figure out where the stupid thing is on Skype here. Okay, behave you. Okay. Ah, there we go. Let's turn off the blur. There we go. Uh, here's a picture of the box, you know, and, and I and I like it. She comes in different um, outfits, but this one's like my personal favorite because of the aesthetic. So, it's still in the box because I don't have a place to put it right now. So, I have spots on the bottom two shelves that will require me to sit there and figure out where everything is going. So, yeah enough about that we're gonna get into tonight's articles and what the hell is up with gene simmons (laughs) Uh, let's see i have a feeling uh mako had a field day on that one as as soon as i saw it i'm just
2: like yeah that's going in there
1: (laughs) okay so kiss singer gene simmons is open-minded about fictosexual otaku I had to double click on that word and right click search because I did not know that was an actual term.
0: Neither but did I.
1: Here it is. <clears throat> uh, Kiss bassist and co lead singer Gene Simmons has an open mind attitude about the man who famously married Hatsune Miku in 2018. N- last week, he, commented, out, he blah, 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 commented on an article about the man's relationship on Twitter. It doesn't matter if. If you understand a relationship, it only matters if the otaku man is happy. <clears throat> otaku was a person who was a Manga Tech fan. Good luck to him. The New York Post article reported on Akihito Kondo's current relationship after unofficially marrying Niko in 2018. Tech, bu- tech company Gaypox sold unofficial marriage certificates and allowed users to interact with the character via hologram. But... <clears throat> But if the Hatsune Miku model ended service in 2020, Kondo has struggled to communicate with his chosen life partner. Mm. Nevertheless, he says that he is still as deeply in love with her as ever. <clears throat> okay, uh, gotta finish. Uh, Simmons has been involved in Japan and the anime culture before. In 2008, he personally filmed a cameo in a live action Detroit Metal City film, appropriately enough, The Demon God of Rock and Roll. In 2013, he graced the cover of shogaku Khan's Big Comic Magazine, and in 2004, he reacted positively to Love Live! School Idol Project's KISS parody. Which, you know, the long and short of it, Gene Simmons is a lot more, you know, okay with stuff that people, someone in his position should find weird, creepy, especially because it's anime people.
0: But he's done but, outlandish shit too, so it's like pot meets kettle.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, have you been in the rock fandom?
1: Yes. hmm I have seen how <laughs> I, I've seen how petty and vindictive and
3: I mean I love how
1: it's like, see like, because it's just so it.
3: outlandish. Uh but yeah, I I I honestly I feel like Unfortunately, this guy's relationship with Miku is quite public, um, and it does suck that you know his waifu, literal his literal waifu, they they basically decommissioned her hologram. Um, I you know so that I mean that's a long distance relationship mm-hmm. if I've ever heard
1: of one. Uh, you know. I, you're connecting you're married to somebody who exists on another plane of existence.
0: And yeah. And the thing is, I really can't say anything about this. I, I really can't. Because I have known women who are in love with fictional characters who have talked about doing things who said fictional characters. It's one thing where you like write out your fan fiction and stuff like it's another where <laughs> you're just like I'm just like, okay. I actually knew this one cosplayer. She's like, I'm 100 percent in love. I will not, and I'm just like, you know what?
1: You you do you. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. That's fine.
3: I mean, it was condoned <laughs> by the company that created Miku, so like, or had had basically ownership of the assets for Miku. So like,
1: thanks you for know? your publicity, dude. Mm.
3: I mean, unfortunately, yeah, like, privacy in Japan is pretty highly valued, and so, unfortunately, it seems like a lot of his business is out for the world to see. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, it is nice, though, that the article did cover the fact that even in these styles of relationships, you know, there's still emotional connection that they seek out, and they're able to find it with their their character, you know... Uh, oh my gosh why is my brain like failing me I told you guys four or four error mm-hmm. but with their with their uh husband husbandos and wives waifus, um it's just kind of sad to see that the company's kind of left the guy out to dry in this aspect and as a uh, pod
0: culture says... per-
1: he inst- they installed the uh blo- where blue balls.exe on him.
2: oh but um <laughs>
0: And as pod culture I guess he's says he's just
3: waiting for the
0: metaverse. Well, as pod culture says, as long as it doesn't harm you or anyone else, who really cares? About ten years ago, the whole world would have given a damn, including me. Now it's like, well, whatever whatever you like.
3: I, I mean, honestly, now, what we... part of the internet is someone not doing something? What is it? Rule thirty four? Mm. Like, it exists already, y'all. We ain't yeah. five.
0: Now we're going to continue to talk about a bit more about Hatsune Miku, as there is a Love Live Sunshine Hatsune Miku collab, and I'm just like, oh, boo. <laughs> yes, Mago sent me the link to it, and I just like giant eyeballs. I'm like, wait, what? So basically, at back in December, uh. Well, they, they made this big announcement back in December about the reveal of a collaboration song between Akwa's and Hatsune Miku. The song is going to be, I believe it's called Banzai Digital Trippers. It's going to mark Aqua's first song with a collaboration with another artist. And it's coming out uh, August 4th. And ahead of that, the official Love Life Sunshine YouTube channel premiered a music video that previews long-awaited collab. So... And from, from what I have seen, the, the outfit's kind of loosely based off of Hatsune Miku, so I think it's kind of cool. Hmm. So, I, I, I'm kind of curious if there'll be any uh, figurines or anything related to that, because I might have to get my hands on some stuff, so... Then again, my uh, Love Live... Niji stuff is like still being held up, thanks pandemic. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I actually pre-ordered an item that's not coming out till like summer of next year. Well, and it's, it's prob- better than my pop figures,
2: which should have already been out and uh, got pushed back because of the pandemic. Yeah,
1: but somebody I- had, point- had pointed out that. A figure that I may or may not am inter- be interested in buying. It's a uh, Tifa from F- the Final Fantasy VII remake.
0: Is it that one figure
1: doing the jacko pose?
0: Not the one of her twerking over over the, over the Buster Sword. The what? You didn't see that?
1: No, I didn't. Was I was I supposed to?
0: No. But, I, I...
1: Wow, we went in two totally different directions there. <laughs>
0: yeah, tell you what. Let let Mako-chan go over her fandom of shin and I will find you pictures of the figurine, and let you judge for yourself. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, I saw that figure, by the way, and just, I... I...
0: Face palmed. Yeah, it's not worth that money. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, no. Anyway, so um, Amazon
2: Prime added all four seasons of the Shin Chan spinoff or Crayon Shin Chan Gaiden. Uh, the following series are available on the service with an English dub uh, Crayon Shin Chan Gaiden Alien vs. Shinosuke um shin Shinchan Gaiden Omocha Wars, Krayon Shinchan Gaiden Kazu Kurzu Okami and Krayon Shinchan O O no Shinosuke. Uh, they did begin uh, Amazon Prime began streaming the spin-off in Japan in August of 2016. Unlike the main television anime series, which is mostly set in modern-day Japan, the spinoff is a quote-unquote sealed-room suspense comedy set 100 years in the future. The story begins when Shinosuke and the entire Nahara family wake up from cold sleep to find themselves aboard a spaceship drifting in space. The anime depicts the various events that take place inside the ship. So, yeah, um, this actually goes back to uh, 2015 Mm -hmm. and the storyboards and all of that. So um, now we shall have all of this fun stuff on Amazon Prime uh, in dub form.
0: Sounds pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. I I really wish more of Shinchan had come over. Um, I, I find it amusing that Japan uses Shinchan as a teaching tool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm excited to see the futuristic uh, spin-off series.
0: Let us know how that goes. Now that we've gone out of some troublemaking stuff, um, it you go get in the robot.
3: I know, man. This one's my colors, too. Purple and green? What the hell? Uh-huh. Uh, Theo, you really missed out, friend. I know you said you got your two times 3090s, but, man, you're missing out on your unit one. And you yourself could uh, get in the robot. Uh, it combines with ROG RTX 3090 and motherboard to bring the power of Evangelion to PCs. Uh, Asus announced earlier in the week that they'd be bringing the power of the Unit 1 to PCs with their ROG X Evangelion collaboration, which sees the Ikari infused mech take on angels as the powerful RTX 3090 graphics card, and ROG Maximus Z690 Hero. Although one might need a strong power supply to handle the S. S2 engine that drives EVA. Um, The Evangelion uh, RTX 3090 graphics card is just a recolored Rogstrix RTX 3090 in a color scheme of Unit 1 per most collaborative items uh, alongside a decal of the EVA. The RGB lighting on the side has also been changed to the synchronization waveform as seen in the anime when a pilot and their mech are in sync with each other. And one has to wonder if the line goes out of sync uh, will you lose in Fortnite? Mm-hmm. Uh, the motherboard is also just a reskinned ROG Maximus Z690 Hero in the colors as the Ava unit. It actually looks really cool because the RGB lighting is like a silhouette of the unit. Uh, the original specs of the ATX board include a 12th gen Alder Lake Intel socket that has four DDR5 slots, five M2 slots for storage, three onboard, and two in the included M2 expansion card, three PCIe slots, two of which are. PCIe 5.0, which is the newest version, and an integrated backplate. The biggest change to the board, other than the style, is the Polymo IO Shroud, which features the unit one in its standard form and awakened form, which changes as you use the machine. So it's not even RGB lit, it's a straight up change, y'all. Mm-hmm. While the very limited edition Evangelion PC components are only available for in to the Taiwan region at this time, ROG Japan has teased that they'll be joining Japan's lineup soon. Though they won't be cheap, as the GPU itself is priced at uh, Taiwanese dollars is 63990 or in U.S. dollars, that's about 2200 And then the motherboard is, is roughly about $605 retail. That's U.S. Uh, who knows how much they'll cost in the free market? To be fair, though, that's a whole lot less than a new EVA. So Gendo should be pleased about that.
1: Yes. Oh, um. couple things about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One, the the power source only lasts five minutes. <laughs> Two it's it's is is there a computer build in this world or the next that makes Ray not creepy as fuck? Is there? I mean, maybe.
3: I mean, unfortunately, she was built by a creep, so like, it's hereditary.
1: Uh, I don't know which one of the Ava
0: girls pisses me off more. <laughs> <laughs> All, just well, under- there's
3: three of them now.
0: Look, look, Oscar and Masato get a pass in my book. So everyone's, I have to track down a Masato figure and add to my collection. But I, when you were, <coughs> Ichigo, when you were talking about that, I'm like, I've heard something like this before. Now to piggyback off of that, another company, MSI. They actually put out what you can get on their website. They call it Get In That Machine, the MSI Evangelion E-Project. They actually have the power supply, the AIO cooler, the case, and the motherboard, in those Evangelion colors. So uh,
3: the MSI page, which I'm going to post to you guys in chat real fast. I just posted it. Oh, oh, you yeah, did? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, so the collection that MSI is presenting, mm-hmm. um, sorry, for some reason, it's like, you can't scroll a page. I mean, I look, uh, it looks like it is not even, it's not even a 670X bro. It's a B660 Tomahawk, uh, a Mag Core Liquid C240, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe is their GPU. It's cooler. I mm. think that the design is cooler, yeah. though, I like this the K- stylization though. Yeah, the K- If yeah, the K- you're not
0: focused on the unit one I, I, aesthetic, I, I, I'll say this: the case and the cooler looks great, but yes, but the ASUS ROG board looks a lot better. Now, here's yeah, the thing: exactly, N- like no, 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 I no, no, no. get
3: the ROG Strix board. Not only that, mm-hmm. because the ROG Strix board is higher quality. It's like the the ROG board, the
0: ROG series is is considered their higher end yeah but at the same time it's higher end but it gets the least amount of support so
3: that's fair that's fair i mean all of it is just depending on how how much you want to pay and and everything like that but you guys can go and check out the evangelion collections for yourself msi or asus which one are you going to go for and uh maybe even you can get in the robot but
0: yeah if it wasn't for the lcd at the top of zero one I would have gone with the MSI because I think the purple on that pops a lot better. But the back the top of the backplate plate, the IO, that looks that looks really awesome. Now, if you now for those of you who don't want to do that, I forget the name of the company, but there's a website where you can go to. You can get an RGB backplate of preset designs or your own and slap it on the back of your V of your of your CPU. i when I do my re my Dai rebuild. I am thinking about doing that, so. But goddamn, that case doesn't look awesome. And as pop culture says, that just looks sweet. You damn right it does. Damn.
3: I mean, heck, if I could get myself
0: a purple setup, y'all know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't gone in and replaced the fans with purple ones.
3: Uh well it's because I just had to replace the cooler myself and it was painstaking and I wanted to die. Yeah. Um
0: but anyway. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Uh we're gonna we're gonna move right along. Uh let's see what what we have here. Mako, what's going on with Rika Matsumoto and Pokemon Royalties? Oh boy. That's well, and it's let me not pull the, that up. and it's not the first time we've talked about this either. I think Yoko Takahashi mentioned cheating at royalties off of the off of Cruel Angel Thesis.
2: Yeah, so um when Pokemon uh premiered in the West, viewers retreated to the iconic sounds of the now iconic theme song, which could probably be sung in full by most English speaking millennials. The song was so iconic that it was used, that it has been used in promotion for modern games and was even featured in the Pokemon Detective Pikachu live-action film. Japan, on the other hand, has its own theme song, um, which is aimed to be a Pokemon master, sung by the voice actor for Satoshi. Um, much like the English theme, the Japanese theme song is iconic enough that everyone from that generation can hum the tune and likely brings the song up at karaoke after a few drinks have been had. Um, earlier in the week, uh, Matsumoto appeared on the Haken Girigiri Giri no Giri, or the real-life documentary variety show, where she spoke about the early days of her career, including the start of the Pokemon anime. When asked about the royalty payment for the single, which according to the show has sold around 2 million copies, she explained that she didn't actually have a royalty contract for the single and was only given a flat payment of 100,000 yen, which at that time was about 810 dollars. Um, In a mirror image of events, a similar situation happened to Jason Page, who is the singer of the iconic Western Pokemon anime theme song, which eventually saw Page sue multiple companies and settle out of court for around $100,000. Uh, Matsumoto, who continues to play Satoshi in the Pokemon anime 25 years later, went on to say that she's doing fine for herself with the continuing anime voice work she is given along the dubbing live-action films and narrative work. It's not uncommon for theme song artists, especially those who also voice characters in the series, to only be paid up front for anime songs and not collect royalties. Um, In August of 2021, uh, Guranej, composer uh, Kayoko Kusano, spoke about how much they earned from the popular Demon Slayer opening theme, specifically about how much was made from the karaoke plays. Uh, While uh, Kusano earned money from plays at karaoke parlors across Japan, songstress Lisa made nothing from those plays.
0: But she did make a Ouch. lot of money, though, but the fact of the matter still remains, she should have still gotten a cut per, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, they were playing instrumental versions, so should the singer get a cut of the money anyway?
1: I honestly don't know what the uh, legal standing on that is. I'm just saying... There's probably some people who are more versed in copyright law than... Then well, I, I, can don't, I just fill me in better.
2: I think it I think it would depend. I think if it is um fully a karaoke version with no vocals, mm-hmm. then no, I don't think she would have the rights mm-hmm. to money for that, and that would specifically go to the composer. Mm-hmm. But if, like in some other um like in, say, um the video game versions, where you can have vocals mm-hmm. or the vocals are low so that you basically are singing along with it. Um, I think at that point she would be up for royalties that
0: and uh-huh. if she did, if she composed, did everything to the song, she should, she would still get royalties based off the karaoke play because she did everything in regards to it. So,
3: Well, and and on that note, like, unfortunately, these kind of contracts are fairly common for Mm -hmm. voice actors or musicians in this aspect, because especially if the brand doesn't take off, then, and, and we see this fairly often in the situation of a lot of American performers as well, where, like, after the fact, after years, they've tried to come back and say, hey, like, you know, uh, we, my contract was originally just this one flat payment. But in royalties, you guys have literally built, you know, an image and a brand off of my back. Like, what what are we going to do here? And they, the companies basically go, we paid you already. Goodbye.
0: Sign out.
1: Yeah. She can just, you know, make a phone call on Nixie and no jam projects outside their room, 20, outside their homes 24-7, just constantly belting out, you know, you know, super robot war themes at, like, maximum volume until the house just gets shaken to the ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. And now, our last story of the night. Something that we have discussed. We This has come up from time to time. And this came across my news feed last week. A photographer was arrested for upskirt cosplay photos. Uh. <sighs> exactly. Exactly. Now, this happened a couple of weeks ago. This, a photographer in his 30s was arrested by the Chiba Prefecture Police for taking photos of a female cosplayer under the skirt during the Nico Nico Chogagi conference held, in, held at Makuhari Messe in the Chiba Prefecture of Japan. Thankfully, a reporter was present at the event who contacted the police and provided all the evidence in order to catch the criminal. According to the uh, the Nico video article where this is cited from, the photographer didn't work alone. He went with a group, and when he saw that that cosplayer wasn't looking, he would go behind her and film under the skirt. The reporter had seen the photographer at the event um, on the day before, and after recording the evidence, the reporter went to the police. The next day, the photographer appeared again at the event, which was the 30th, but this time was confronted by the cops. After questioning and a quick search of his video camera, the police found several recordings of under the skirt from different cosplayers. It looks like this person has been doing it for a long time as he had changed his hat, camera bag, and clothes from the other day from the prior day to avoid detection, but the cops figured it out. After being confronted by the police, he admitted to the charges and re- expressed regret on his actions. Sounds
1: like he regrets that he got caught. That too.
0: Yeah, he sounds like a POS. Mm -hmm. According to the Nico Nico News, it is sometimes really tricky to arrest someone on the suspicion of this crime, as there are some cases where low-angle photos are allowed when there is an agreement between the cosplayer and the photographer or the consent of the cosplayer. Yeah. I will say as a cosplay photographer, I have done low shots, but nothing where it was needed to be upskirt. The closest to that would be if I'm doing a two B photo shoot, and the cosplayer has to be somebody I'm really close with, I'm really chill with, and there's only one cosplayer that I that I would do that with, and I do like maybe a third of her photos anyway, but still.
1: POV. She wants to step on you.
0: Mm, that's if that's if she does. That's if she uh does um Oscar in the yellow dress, and that's a different story. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is something we've talked about before, and 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 I'm reminded, I'll tell you this quick story, and then we'll get into the Meanwhile in Japan segment. Uh, this was about 15 or so years ago. I was friends with this one guy, and he turned out to be a real creep, real nut job. So I basically cut ties. He... My friend Car Captain J was at a, uh, I think she was at a cosplay event or hosting one, and she had called me at work, and I didn't pick up because I was at work. Come to find out, this person was at this cosplay event, doing upskirt shots of the cosplayers as they're going up and down the stairs. They were glass stairs.
1: What hold a up, fucking
0: Hold up, Ichigo! Hold, hold, hold up! Hold up! There's more. When he was caught, he started to throw my name around as if I said it was okay to do this. What? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? It was a combination of that and saying that he felt that if he threw my name around, he wouldn't get in much trouble because of how popular I am. And I'm just like, no, dude, it don't work that way. Even though half of the people there are friends of mine, they... No. Because yeah, that's, what, that's what Jay had told me. I was just like, first things first, I never told him that. And secondly, I never even said anything to him to throw my name around like I'm some type of big shot. You know me by well, now. Well, straight up, too, is that, like, you wouldn't throw your name around because then
3: you're, like, the real... Your real friends hold you accountable. Exactly. So, like, if you straight up... And and the funny thing is, you'd be like, okay, let's go find Ronmo right now. Let's get him to say, like, and then it's like, uh, my dude. Uh, I'd be like,
1: what really?
0: the fuck, dude? <laughs> exactly. And let's I'd be like, like right don't look now. at me. I got
3: his number on speed dial.
0: Yes, Ronma421. I was at work when this happened. Oh, I my... couldn't go to this event because I had to work. And it's funny. I mean, even with the sheer number of voice actors that I know, I have never pulled that card on any of them. I have no reason to never have, never will. I Besides, will always, you know,
1: it can backfire horribly.
0: I, I would oh, yeah. Ask, I would oh, yeah. Ask, like, I'm just saying, like, one voice actor in particular, really sweet guy, really awesome dude. I would still ask him if he's able to do something, if he has a free moment to do so. Simple as that. And, yes, what a jackass. Then again, he was from Long Island, so, you know. And now that we got that out the way.
1: Usually get... that kind of jackassery is, is reserved for Staten Island.
0: It kind of trades back and forth. And now we're at the part of the show that y'all really stick around for. Meanwhile, in Japan. And you know what? Y'all three can fight over this. I, I want to take one. the. Oh, that's okay.
3: <laughs> I was gonna fight it out. <laughs> uh, okay, then These I are will. are two take... things that
1: are in my wheelhouse.
3: <laughs> it is true. It is true, Ari. I can definitely see that. Um, I will then take the second one.
2: Okay, then I will uh, take the third one. Speaking about waiting forever for stuff.
3: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now if only (laughs) you were Wagyu. Mm. Um,
1: Anyway. Okay, so Japan's most punk rock candy store can be found in Tokyo. Because, of course, where else would it be? Uh, Japan's long-running popcorn snack, Umaibo, begrudgingly raised their price for the first time in 42 years. From 10 yen to 12 yen, which is about 9 cents. Yikes. After the price hike went into effect on the 1st of April, they released a series of newspaper ads apologizing for the inconvenience and thanking the fans for their continued patronage. Each ad featured messages of support from those most affected by the change, kids and candy store owners, but there was one in particular that stood in the crowd. Uh, A man by the name of New Rote Ka, it's it's the capitalization, the random... apostrophe that makes it hard to pronounce, uh, made quite a splash during the pop, pop, a pop-punk heyday of the 90s. Their songs are really catchy, thanks a large part to vocalist, Atsushi, who also goes by the stage name achad His presence in the Numaibo ad decades later may seem like one of his intentionally wacky non-sequitur gags, but his connection to snacks and candy goes much deeper. The vocalist quite literally grew up in a, as a kid in a candy store, his family found it in 1951 in hit Acheoji, tokyo the Fuji, the fujiya candy store not the same one that makes me, milky but it does sell the candy and it's still there after 70 plus years visiting you might be visiting you it, you might be greeted by an older gentleman with a warm smile and have no idea his alter ego is the clown prince of punk in ninety eight, Atsushi's father passed away and he decided to take over the family business. He also remains very active as a musician, continues to perform live several times a month. He takes both careers equally seriously, and well <clears throat> he's a pillar of his local community and for music fans across the country. New Roteikoff is often often cut New Rote-ka fans often come to Fiji in the hopes of meeting Atsushi and can even buy connecting. Concert DVDs among the shells of candy. Meanwhile, the kids and grandparents are regularly buy candy. Always got a pleasant surprise when they see their local candy man on TV. Which, yeah, I'll admit, this is awesome. You know, both you know, both as a punk fan as a, and as a uh, confectioner myself at some point for several years. The uh, Gertrude Hawk store is no longer there. It got deleted. <laughs> along with, like, half the other stores in the mall. Mm. Uh, but nonetheless, I saw this article, and, and, and you know what I first thought? I would, a punk rock, or punk rock, or release you know, a heavy metal cover of the Candyman from, uh, you know, from the uh, Willy Wonka soundtrack. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. I was like, Look, mm, I take us on right. Cover, the for a too. Of red and chocolate and a miracle candy. God damn it, that is killing my throat.
0: And if you, since you're into candy, there is an, a there is a candy anime called Dagashi Kashi. I I started watching it a while back, and it's kind it's kind of trippy as all hell, but it's fun. Is movie. it
1: like a Yakatare Japan but with candy?
0: Something like that.
1: Dagashi okay, anyway, Kashi. because he mixes up what. And now I sound like Nathan Explosion saying it.
2: Yeah, that that's that's more death metal. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's bad enough that my voice is terrible. You know the Ray Romano and a handful of Quaaludes sound. Anyway, I, I had to you know search this, for it for a little bit, and but, uh, here's a cover by Sammy Davis Jr. that I put in the chat.
0: But in this case, everyone loves Ari.
1: Uh yeah, sure about that. And yeah. I know you guys do, but.
0: <laughs> what the hell with everybody else.
1: Okay, and with that note, I have to take you out of here because I have to be up at four o'clock in the morning. Ooh.
0: Okay, Ew. night night Ari. Take Sorry it, guys, sheep. no problem. We will see you Bye. next week.
1: See you guys later.
0: Later. Later. Alright, let me turn that off. And let me adjust this. Here we or there we go. Enter coin to participate. Ding, ding. All right. There you go.
3: Well, unfortunately, if you plan to visit Japan, be aware that there is still a vandal at large. Again. Uh, and what we're talking about here is not your traditional type of vandal. Uh, police are on the lookout for a scoundrel who stole public toilets' flushing handles. What? In Aichi Prefecture, um, although more known for the car company, Toyota City in Aichi Prefecture is also a place of sublime beauty. The city is home to the Senmi Shikizakura no Sato, a rare place in Japan, which has cherry blossoms that bloom in both the spring and autumn, which means you can see pink sakura against the natural backdrop of crimson leaves. It's this location of pure natural wonder that makes a recent crime even more heinous. On the afternoon of the 6th of May, a man was out enjoying the splendor of the Senmai Shikizakura no Sato when his own brand of nature called and sent him to a nearby public restroom. However, after having taken care of business, he found that it was impossible to flush the toilet. Unable to see any lever, he may have assumed that it was just a faulty motion sensor or that the toilet was clogged by a previous user. So he contacted the local tourism association to report it. An investigation was launched and found that the toilet was in order, but the flushing lever, valued at 153 US dollars. Jesus. Damn what have I been doing with my life, had been stolen. And a search of the surrounding area also revealed that a sprinkler faucet worth about 10,000 yen or about half, $75, give or take, had also been pilfered. A park rep told media, I don't think these items can be stolen without tools. I want patrols of the area being strengthened. They added that the men's room would have to be closed for the time being, but a multi-purpose restroom was still available. Can't get a handle on that pleasure price. You ought to beery, no. Uh, Meanwhile, readers of the news were appalled at this barbaric act. What has this country come to? This is just ugly. It's theft, vandalism, and being a public nuisance. Looks like the work of a pro, too. There ought to be a death penalty for something like that. Wow, that went from zero to 100 in very quick succession. Yes, it would seem that the thief was quite cunning in knowing the true value of a toilet's flusher thing. Surely, it would fetch a high price on the toilet black market somewhere. But worse than all this is the blatant cold-blooded disregard for one's fellow man. There are certain things that we take for granted in society. One of those things is a public toilet we walk into is going to have a flushing lever. It just is. And by stealing one, this person not only took an item, but they have stolen a thread holding together the very fabric of our society. I can just imagine the poor victim left with no choice but to leave his excrement for all to see in the center of a crime scene. Heaven forbid he had a meal heavy in corn. Uh. <laughs> Dare I say this may even be considered an act of terrorism to make us all unable to poop properly and lose the motivation to maintain proper governance, just thus destabilizing the entire nation. Hopefully this person is caught before then. But in the meantime, we urge our readers to exercise vigilance when using public toilets and make sure everything is in working order first. Stay safe out there. So what? what... What would the name for the real criminal be if it was in an Ace Attorney game? Water closet handler, WC handler. Uh, and so he's the flush bandit. <laughs> you guys. Bonk, bonk hammers for all of your puns.
0: Put a handle on it, itchigo. I'm
3: already doing it. There you go. Bonks for all. Uh...
0: cha, take us out, please. Uh, yeah,
2: so speaking of uh, things that you have to wait around for, <clears throat> there is um, uh, a very long wait for a very specific Kobe beef croquette. Um, the backlog is horrible. And has more than doubled in the near decade she has been waiting. Um, so Hyogo, being the prefecture where Kobe is located, is famous for its beef. Even by those locally lofty local standards, um, Asahia is a special place. Founded all the way back in 1926, the butcher shop in the city of... Takasango is especially loved for its uh, Kiwami croquettes made with Kobe beef and locally grown potatoes prized for their sweetness. Like a lot of popular food items in Japan, the croquettes are available only in limited quantities. What's more, they're only offered by mail order. So you can't line up in front of the shop before opening... Um, you have to basically put in your order and wait your turn. So that is what this um, person did. Uh, her Twitter handle is Hiasino. Hi- Hi- and her box of croquettes arrived on her doorstep on April 28th. How long did she have to wait? Well, she placed her order on September 8th of 2013. Mm. So she had to wait for seven and a half years for her order to come in. Um, And unfortunately, part of that was a delay due to the uh, poor crop of potatoes from uh, the year before. Her initial expected delivery was spring of 2021. So while she has moved from her hotel- hometown to Tokyo and has gotten married not just once but twice, when her croquette finally arrived eight years and seven months after she'd ordered them, she was understandably very excited. Um, so yeah, so she ended up um, obviously ordering quite a few of them. Um, so that she had a stocked freezer. Because if you're waiting that long, you're not just going to order five, which is the minimum that you can order. Um, She did state that they tasted very, very good. Um, a pack of five of these will cost you 2,700 yen, which is about $22. Yeah. Which is quite a bit more than ordinary croquette. However, it is Kobe beef, so the price doesn't seem unreasonable. However, if you're looking to order them now, beware, because the back order is now up to 30 years. Good Lord! Support your small makers, y'all. Yeah, so damn. if you'd really like some, go ahead and place your order and then you'll have them for your retirement party.
0: <laughs> damn, that that's worse than the wait line to get on section 8. God damn. Yeah. God. I mean, y- y'all are waiting bad enough for your shit on Kickstarter, but I yeah. mean, it, it
3: the thing to me though is is this is I have to look at the article again. Is this, I'm sorry, I got kicked off by Skype. Skype just hates me all the time. I'm okay, sorry,
0: guys. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Sia DeVere says, I'll order them now, have them ready for my funeral.
3: I'm trying to see, because, like, the image, it looks like they're slices of Kobe, but, like, Kobe is a style of Wagyu. And depending, I mean, it looks like they come to you frozen. So inherently, Mm -hmm. you have to deep fry them at home. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I mean, I guess they're better quality than other croquet. Obviously, they're better quality. People are waiting 30 years for them. But at the same time, there are other ways to eat Kobe. So it's the trade-off of if you really want to try this one thing, this is the company offering it. I'm sure that there are other companies locally producing it in a different way, but it just so happens that this one has such a long waiting time. Well,
2: this, it seems like this is the only one that's using this particular combination of Kobe beef with this particular potato. So that's why it it looks like it's so rare and it's taking them so long. Um... But I, I I don't think I would wait 30 years for a food order. I mean, at that point, it, I'd have to write it in my will who's going to get it once <laughs> I pass.
0: And you know what's going to happen? You write it in your will whoever gets it, and then everybody else gets pissed off, they start fighting, and you pop up from the castle and "Yo, what the fuck is going on here? I'm dead, and you're fighting over some damn beef. Yeah, I mean, that
2: that's something that, like, okay, I'm going to get this for my child's christening <laughs> so that when they get married at the age of 30,
0: they can have this for their wedding. Wait, you know, no, 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 no. You mean for your grandkids, high school graduation. Let's be real here.
3: Is that going to be like a situation of like knives out dinner edition? Yes. (laughs) Like they're just going to invite some strangers on a plane to their, to their father's will reading. And somehow they're in the will and it's for these specific croquettes. And then there's a whole like dinner party death fight.
0: I'd watch it. I I I said to my friend Jasmine, who got me an autographed Bandmate CD, that she is prom. I promised her my firstborn. In this case, she gets my box of frozen croquettes. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So next time that we're doing the um, strange news from Japan, and we have a slew of unsolved murders in this area (laughs) we know why (laughs) somebody can't just wait on the damn line for their food
3: apparently we're starring in the anime dinner party death fight uh pod culture called it dinner party death fight sounds like a great anime i wouldn't be surprised if it already is one i love death parade so Mm. it's in my in my wheelhouse
0: video game version coming soon to switch (laughs) Oh god.
2: And then you're gonna find out in 30 years, once you get it, that it's silent green.
3: I always wondered why the taste varied from person to person. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just scream? <laughs> oh! <laughs> he screamed, at me. This is great. Uh, in in, in Soviet Ooh. Russia, potato waits thirty years for you. Yeah, bo. Amusing. Now, I
2: want, n- n- now the n- actually, now, now I want to know how vodka tastes with these potatoes. Oh my gosh!
3: So it's if the potato here. was
2: already sweet, I I, I kind of I'm now wanting to make vodka <laughs> with it. You know what? You know what? You know what?
3: The, the, the hell twitchtv slash jam hell... session. You know, he- uh, <laughs> we have the chat saying, uh, "Don't spoil knives out." I'm sorry, I tried not to. Part uh, two is coming uh, yeah, to yeah, Amazon. <laughs> uh, uh, as far as like uh, Rama421 said, 30 years, I'll be in the nursing home and toothless before I get them." Uh, and if I die before they get me to go into the coffin with me, no one's getting those. And I replied, "Something to keep you satiated on the river sticks." And he said. No, I'm I'm using those to make sure I get into heaven.
0: I was about to say the same damn thing. Bury me with those croquettes. That way I have something to bribe Jesus with, okay? Yeah, I was
3: going to say, me kicking back with my homeboy God enjoying some Kiwami croquettes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Knowing Mako Chan, she's not tra- she's keeping hers and not trading to go to heaven, cause she's gonna go to hell and be like, "Yo, Satan, fire up the grill, motherfucker!" Fire up the grill, nothing.
2: <laughs> grill <laughs> nothing. You already got yeah, the pit fryer, of man. uh, you know, boiling oil.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go.
0: Just toss them all in. All right, dinner time. <laughs> and I see it in the mirror. He says extra crispy. <laughs> okay I, I, I think we are beyond done here oh my god I, I was not expecting you to turn <laughs> <laughs> Whew, load oh man if you like tonight's show tell a friend and so forth tell another friend and so forth we're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at session.com. Again, that is podcast at session.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, where you will find our weekly podcast, anime reviews, editorials, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplay reviews, links to our YouTube videos, links to our Facebook page of, co- of convention coverage, and a whole lot more. It's all at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, if you like this show, we're available in the podcast format on any podcast app that you have. Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it. Just search Anime Jam Session and we will come up. And what's cool is some of these apps allow you to leave a review, so if you could, could you leave one? We'd appreciate that. And please follow us on our social media pages on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's Anime Jam Session. Follow us on this so you know when we have new photos going up, new videos going up, when we're going live... Articles and then some and speaking of articles our Zenkai icon report will be going up tomorrow. So definitely check it out And down below is our tip jar you can click on a link to our stream labs page our stream elements page our co-fi if you want to leave us a couple of bucks. We'd appreciate that or you can share us on with some bits That would be great too and auto host us if you could we'd love that, you know And I want to go around the room last words Makochan.
2: Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last words, Ichigo. I'm gonna go sew some stuff. See you guys later. My last words is well, yeah, I got nothing. Right. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, Mako will be off she'll be dog sitting it'll be me Ari and Wild Spice we'll be talking about CloverCon we'll have some reviews and some articles it'll be awesome it'll be great uh want to see you next week so yeah so I'm Ranma I'm Mako-chan
3: and I'm Ichi aka Barry
0: great fight great night see you next week Good night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Let me see if I can pull one more off. Say good night, Ichigo.
3: Good night and good morning, Ichigo. <laughs> oh,
0: that's it. We'll take it. We'll be back next week. <laughs> see y'all later. expressions on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole, but we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!